Don't miss the freedom streams where you will be impacted with powerful life-changing messages by Pastor Dennis Mato. Come on, do you know it? Just sing it with me. Freedom experience, experiencing Christ. All divisions, confusions, denominations, and problems come from these two sources, doctrines and gifts. If we are frank and honest, we will admit that the more doctrines and gifts we have, the more divisions we have in the church. Every division and denomination is built up on either a certain doctrine or a certain kind of gift. I am standing here to challenge this. My attitude is toward Christ, not toward doctrine. I don't like to talk about doctrine. We simply need to help people to believe in Jesus Christ, to personally receive him as their savior and the son of God who was incarnated as a man, died on the cross for our sins and resurrected on the third day. Then we need to help people to love this Christ, to know this Christ, to experience this Christ and to be built up as a church to experience this Christ. As long as we do that, that is wonderful, that is good enough. Let us forget everything else. Let us love Christ. Let us know Christ. Let us experience Christ, let us enjoy Christ, let us be built up as a church to experience and express this Christ. Freedom experience, experiencing Christ. Experience the mystery of the word, the redemptive power of revelation, and eternity purpose brought to light in your walk with Christ. Freedom Experience Zone Radio, enjoying music, enjoying Christ. Where the Spirit of the Lord is. Welcome to Freedom Streams brought to you by Freedom Express Ministry, Makindia Kampala, Uganda. These teachings express the triune God in His Word as life to impart, light to shine, grace to enjoy, and truth to realize. And now, let's listen to Pastor Dennis Matumbo. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, and we give the glory and honor to our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for tuning in on Freedom Streams program brought to you by Freedom Experience Ministry. This is Pastor Dennis Matov Oda from Kampala, Uganda. We love you people. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing our radio. May the Lord richer bless you. Always find us on freedomexperienceministry.org. Or you can visit our website for the our radio website on Freedom Experience Zone. So, uh, we have come back to continue with our wonderful teaching 
on the experience of Christ uh, in the books of Galatians, Ephesians, and Colossians, and also Philippians. So we are seeing the vision in these four books, and uh, we want to continue with our episode today. But I want to take you back a little to remind you of where we ended in the previous episode. So we saw that uh, this God who is our source, has given us Christ, who is our well, who has turned to, to be the Spirit unto us as our flow. And we, have, we, we are saying that we have got to, uh, we have got to, 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 to allow this Holy Spirit to flow into us so that when it flows into us, then it flows out of us to be dispensed to other people. That's what God's desire is. And we saw that it's important for us that whatever we do and whatever we, we are, must, we must be in the spirit because the triune God dwells in our spirit. And we say that in our spirit, we realize the very Christ as the spirit. We have got to contact Christ in this way. So we winded up previously with those few words. And today we want to continue because we need enough time to discuss several matters. I will not go in details uh, of what we experienced last in the last episode. Today we want to see what we call being snared by doctrines and gifts. Being snared by doctrines and gifts. Now when you hear the word snare, you just know that it is a negative word. And it is too easy for a seeking Christian to be distracted by doctrine. Too easy. It is too easy for a seeking Christian who is seeking God on the journey, on the pursuit of God, he can be distracted from God by the very things that are needed in church, which are doctrines. So, um, if someone is uncaring toward the Lord, he does not care for the doctrine. Uh, and uh, But when he is raised up by Christ to seek him, it is easy to seek only after doctrine. You see? I want to repeat so that you understand this. I say that if someone is uncaring toward the Lord, he doesn't care toward seeking the Lord, then he does not care for doctrine. But when a person raises up to begin to seek God and raises up to pursue God, it is so easy to seek only after doctrine and he gets distracted away from Christ. So it is also so easy to be attracted by gifts and functions. You see, Christ has given us functions. The Holy Spirit has given us the ministries of the gifts. But a lot of believers, a lot of ministers of God have been distracted from this Christ and they are pursuing functions, gifts, doctrines, teachings, the very things that are used in church. They are pointing unto Christ. They are signposts. May the Lord be merciful to us. We need to be adjusted to say that we are seeking not the truth or doctrine, but we are seeking Christ. You see, people, they will read the Bible. They will go to theology in Bible school. They will read each and every book seeking the truth. But people who are seeking the truth sometimes, they fail to come to Christ. Let me show you one verse before we go deep. The Bible is, is saying to us in John chapter 5, Jesus was speaking something that is so important. To those that were searching the scriptures, 
looking for Christ, looking for Christ. And they failed to come to the reality that Christ had come to them. You understand? So they were doing their best searching the scriptures. When we come to chapter 5 uh, of John chapter 5, John chapter 5, we see that the, 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 the Pharisees were so much uh, searching scriptures here and there. And they failed to come to the reality who is Christ himself. Verses 30, uh, 38 and 39 and uh, 40. Okay? John chapter 5, verse 38 and 40. And you have not this word, and you have not his word abiding in you, for whom he has sent. For he, he has sent him, he ye believe not. So, search the scriptures. It says that you search the scriptures, you search the scriptures, uh, for in them you think you have eternal life. And they are, they are, they are they which testify of me. And you will not come to me that you might have life. You see, the Lord was telling the, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and those that we are seeking scriptures to seek the truth, that the very scriptures they are seeking, they were the Christ that is, they were testifying of Christ. And they could read and study the scriptures, but they failed to come to the reality of Christ, to the Christ who was standing before them. So he says that you search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And yet the very scriptures you are searching, they are testifying of me, they are pointing to me. And you will not come to, to me uh, that you may have life or the reality of Christ. Uh, now, you see, so we, when we talk about people pursuing things other than Christ, this is what we mean. People can be attracted by the scriptures, by the knowledge, by the, the truth. We need to say that may the Lord open our eyes that we may see this Christ. So, uh, we, want to, we want to know Christ uh, in our messages, in our vision, in our burden as a ministry. We want you to experience Christ in such a way, the way we are dispensing him to you, the way we are displaying him to you. You see? So, these four books, Galatians, Ephesians, uh, uh, Philippians, and Colossians, they teach many doctrines. So many. This is true, but we are uh, we, we, what are the doctrines about? What are the doctrines about? If, if these four books that where we are expounding Christ, if they are teaching many doctrines, what are the doctrines pointing at? They are doctrines about Christ and the church. When you look at the doctrines in these four books, they are pointing at Christ and the church, which is the extension of Christ. So, they are doctrines about Christ and the church and the head and the body and also the spirit. So when you circle all the five books and you read them through, you'll find that they are talking about Jesus Christ. They're talking about the church. They're talking about Jesus being the head and the body. And they're talking about also the spirit. So those are the things that are important in these books. So these are not mere doctrines or teaching. However, but they are heavenly vision. When we look unto these four books, you see the heavenly vision. These four books, they are the heavenly visions. There are no miracles in, this gift, in these books. There are no gifts in these books. There are no healings 
For this time, Paul had advanced in the reality of Christ. He had advanced in the knowledge of this Christ. This time around, he doesn't mention the gifts that he mentioned in Romans and Corinthians. No. He comes and now talks about the realities, the the heavenly visions. You understand? What Christ had revealed unto him. The heavenly vision. And in these four books we see that you cannot find miracles, you cannot find gifts, you cannot find healings. You see? So there must be a reason for this. Why they did not include the signs and wonders and gifts. All Bible students agree that what God does not say in his word is as meaningful as what he does say. So why then why then in these four books that are so significant concerning Christ and his church is there nothing of gifts, no healings, no tongues, no miracles? We have got to ask ourselves a question. Why? Why is it that in these four books they don't mention anything of that? So we see that the phrase works of power, I know you know that phrase, works of power, is used only in the book of Galatians chapter 3 verse 5. And probably it was referring to something in the past. At the beginning of their experience, they experienced the works of power. But when they continue to experience Christ, they now were seeking Christ. They were now pursuing Christ. So we need to be delivered from the distracting things. You understand? So, uh, this is our burden in this episode. To see that we show you that we are supposed to be distracted from these things that distract us. We, shall, we are supposed to be, uh, um, um, we are supposed to overcome the things that are distracting us from Christ. So, uh, when we are in the world, we are uninterested to the things of God. If a person is worldly, he's uninterested, doesn't love the things of God. Uh, we simply did not care for doctrines or gifts when we are still in the world because we didn't we're not also interested in God. Now, once the Lord raised us up and we get saved, we got saved, we see that we have two snares in the Christian church. Now you are in church and now you are being ensnared with two snares uh, that are before us as believers. One of the snares is seeking after doctrines and knowledge. You see, people are ensnared in seeking doctrines and knowledge and we have been distracted from Christ. We wanted to learn the doctrines of dispensations, predestination, uh, election. You go deeper and you want to know about rapture. Those are all doctrines. We wanted to learn what does Matthew chapter 1 say, chapter 2, Corinthians, Ephesians. We want to go deeper. You see? So, when we go back, the uh, the man called Luther taught and uh, uh, several things of this. And uh, when we go back, there are some great men like Darby. They they said several things. Uh, But I want to tell you that people have wrote many commentaries and books. These things have been important to the body of Christ, but people have clinged on them, on the commentaries and on the books, and they have failed to look out for Christ. So I have had um, the thought of to get rid of many books in my library because in the beginning I was gathering several books, reading this and that, 
but now I want to focus on that which is pointing at Christ. So, you cannot know how much of time people have wasted, even including myself. We have wasted time and we have been distracted uh, uh, so much with the books we have been reading. You understand? So, uh, now we have come to realize the secret. We have come to get revelation of the secret. And this is the secret I'm telling you. Whenever you come in the word of God, whenever you come to the word of God, in your spirit and through your the Holy Spirit, everything is living. When we turn to the spirit and by the Holy Spirit, everything is living and everything is enlivening, full of light and life. And when you read the scriptures, you'll be seeing Christ. You'll be seeing the, this life. You'll be seeing this enlivening. You'll be seeing the full light and the life of Jesus Christ in every scripture. If you turn to your spirit. So, uh, the other snare is seeking after the gifts. I said the first snare is the doctrines and knowledge. Remember, Paul says to in Corinthians that Jews seek uh, for signs and gifts, but the Greeks are seeking for wisdom. So, wisdom comes from the knowledge and doctrines, but gifts, signs are the gifts that uh, the Jews we are seeking. So, while someone is uninterested toward the Lord, he does not have these two snares. If a person is not pursuing Christ, he will not also think about the gifts. He will not also think about the teachings or the doctrines or knowledge. But when a person begins to think about pursuing Christ, then you see that he's ensnared by the two snares, which is gifts and doctrine. That's why a person goes on a prayer mountain to pray. And is praying for a gift, praying for a gift, praying for knowledge, wisdom. But a few people, they pray to seek Christ, the vision of Christ. You see? So, uh, because of these, uh, these snares, uh, uh, we have been distracted. And uh, we discover that uh, the biggest snare was the world, uh, the wilderness, before we got saved. We had uh, uh, the world as the biggest snare. And even to, to some believers in the church, they are being ensnared by the world. Uh, the wilderness, and there is no need for Satan to use another snare when we get saved. He says, uh -uh, I will not use now the world. These people, they know of the world and the scriptures have told them to get rid of the world. Uh, I will not talk about the wilderness experiences uh, like the children of Israel. The devil is not using those. Now he's using the very things that are needed in church. He's using the gifts. He's using the teachings, the doctrines, to bring in division and separation. You understand? So, you see in the church of Corinthians, there were so much division and separation. But it was the church that had the most gifts and the most people that were learned. They were, they were taught of the, uh, talk about theology, they were taught, you see? So, uh, but right away, when this one is raised by the Lord to seek him, when a person says that I want to seek the Lord, then Satan puts these two snares in front of him to trap him. So, there are so many Christians who were trapped and are still trapped by the snare of knowledge. They are seeking knowledge, reading this and that book. They are going into deeper studies, PhDs and whatever. And all of them, they come to one thing, having a lot of knowledge packed in their head. But they, 
they, there is no any bit of Christ. So many others who have been trapped by the snare of gifts. Others, they have gifts and they, when they discover the spiritual gifts, they are taken by those. They no longer seek Christ. We need to be warned. We need to be delivered from the wilderness, from seeking after doctrines and from seeking other gifts. You see? So we have to be kept by Christ. We have to be in Christ, to be kept by Christ and found in Him and to live in Christ. Sooner or later, in this uh, country of ours and even your country and throughout the world, people will be raised up by the Lord to sound the trumpet that nothing is as important as Christ and his body and the church. This is the vision of freedom experience as a ministry. We are bringing a message to the world. We are bringing a message to the nations that nothing in these last days, nothing in these last days is so important as Jesus Christ and his body and the church. The Lord is now minding about that. He's minding about we having his son, we being a body of Christ, and we being the church. So, we must be humbled. We must humble before the Lord to tell him how much we are still outside of him. People are having gifts. People are having knowledge. But they are outside of Christ. They are not in him. We are still not on the right track because we are, uh, we are following something other than Christ. Someone may say that the things beside Christ are of Christ. If I have gifts, it's, the gifts are of Christ. If I have knowledge, knowledge is of Christ. I say amen to that. I don't contradict with you. But the actual situation today is that they are not being utilized for Christ. People are using gifts to satisfy other things, to satisfy themselves, to do other stuff. We must be absolutely delivered from anything other than Christ. Let these gifts point us to Christ. Let us see this Christ in the gifts. Hallelujah for that. So, we are continuing with the, with the episodes of the experience of Christ. And as we are still sharing uh, this episode 8, we see the grace of God increasing. Uh, it's episode 9, not 8. So, we see the grace of God increasing, increasing. And the revelation of God is increasing. Now, we want to go and, uh, deeper and see the all-inclusive Christ being the life-giving spirit in our spirit. The all-inclusive Christ being the life-giving spirit in our spirit. <clears throat> Amen. So, we must see the vision of Christ. This is our message. Christ is all-inclusive. Christ is everything. He is God and is also man. He is the creator and is the creation. He is the first item of the old creation and he is the also the first item in the new creation. He is also the life and everything to us. That is who Christ is. This is the vision we must see. He is all-inclusive. Moreover, this Christ today is the Spirit. This Christ today is the Spirit. This is the thing that is so... Uh, people are, they are um, complaining about it. They, they don't believe that Christ himself is the Spirit now. If we have the Holy Spirit, we have Jesus Christ as well. So, uh, this is a key point in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45b. It says that Christ is the life-giving Spirit. The second Adam, Jesus Christ, has been made the life-giving Spirit. And 
this and he is in our spirit right now regardless of how much power is in the electricity if we do not have the current of electricity we have none of its power you see if you say that um, electricity is so powerful if you don't have the current the flow of that electricity then you don't have the power of that electricity so what does it mean all the power all the function all the ability all the capability of electricity is in the current or the stream the stream the the current of the power if there is no current of if there is no flow of that power even though uh, electricity is so powerful we will not see its power you understand so even if we do not understand electricity you might not know where it comes from how it looks like it looks like but as long as you have the current that brings light in your room that uh, you use to iron with your flat iron that you use to cook with your cooker now that is the current then after, uh, if if you have the current then you apply the current you will enjoy the current for example if you want to experience electricity if you want to enjoy electricity you must provide the current the flow of that electricity and where it's going to flow to for example when they're building constructing house they put on sockets when they are wiring electricity they include the sockets and the bulbs the plugs uh, rather the, the bulb uh, the lamp holders so that if a person wants to experience the electricity that is in the house he has got to plug in in the uh, the plug the socket and he has also got to put in the bulb so that when he switches on the light will come to that person so the same applies to Jesus Christ and the spirit of God this the same illustration so today the all inclusive Christ is the spirit and the spirit is the current the fellowship Jesus Christ is the power but the holy spirit is the fellowship is the the current is the flow you understand you cannot separate the two hmm? that's why we speak of three matters the love of god the grace of christ and the fellowship of the holy spirit they are supposed to be living with us the spirit is the fellowship the transmission the current and whatever christ is is in this current the holy spirit whatever christ is is in the holy spirit you see so we must realize that Christ is the life-giving spirit living in our spirit yes and we need to learn the secret of contacting him we should forget everything else never be distracted by anything and always pay our full attention to the spirit who is the current of Jesus Christ so we must love him we must contact him we must obey him we must follow him and always hold on to him we need to learn the way to exercise our spirit to contact the holy spirit because when we contact the spirit we are contacting jesus christ galatians speaks of the spirit and our spirit several times so it talks about the holy spirit and our spirit we must walk by the spirit we must live by the spirit we must sow unto the spirit to reap of the spirit and restore all fallen brothers in the spirit you see that several scriptures talk about the spirit and our spirit so when we read through galatians 5:16 galatians 5:25 galatians 6:8 galatians 
uh, 6.1, you find that they're talking about the Spirit, the Spirit, the Spirit. Today, uh, God is in Christ. And Christ, the all-inclusive one, is the Spirit. And this Spirit is the very communication, the communion, the fellowship, and the transmission to us. Now, that's, the Holy Spirit transmits God the Father and God the Son to us. He is in our spirit. So now we must learn to exercise our spirit, to contact this wonderful spirit. We will enjoy Christ and all the more we will love him. We will pray to him, we will turn to him, we will fellowship with him and we will know not doctrine but we will know Christ. We will not follow signs and wonders but we will know Christ. So this is the vision that Christ is showing us. We must know him, realize him more and uh, also not only individually but also corporately as a body of Christ. We should spend time with him alone individually as an individual and also spend time with him by being with others in the church and in the church meetings. Uh, then we will be filled with this Christ, we will learn Christ and we will bear the brands of Jesus spontaneously. We will also have the experience of the cross and uh, because the more we contact Christ and the fellowship of the Spirit, the more we will be put to death. The more you contact Christ, the more you fellowship the Spirit, you continue, we will be continue, we will be um, uh, put to death by the killing power and the killing element in the all-inclusive spirit within us. You cannot come closer to Christ and he does not kill your, your weaknesses and to kill your flesh life. So the more we come closer to them, the killing power is always there to kill every weakness, to kill every uh, uh, evil and negative in us. So uh, the more we contact Christ, through the Spirit, the more we will, He will kill all the negative things in us. He will kill everything, such as the flesh, the desires of the flesh, the soulish life, the old nature, that worldly things. They will be killed the more we draw closer and closer. So when we see in the book of Colossians and Galatians, we, we can see that the working of the cross on the on, not only in the past but also in the present through the presence the anointing of the all-inclusive spirit is now within us. In these two books, Colossians and Galatians, you will see the working of the cross, not only in the past, but also in the present. Through the presence, the anointing of the all-inclusive spirit within us. So if all uh, the thousands of Christians we have in the world, um, in this city, in this country, in your country, if they all knew this way, to contact Christ this way and they forget other doctrines, gifts and everything else. Simply they choose to learn and live by Christ, to live in Christ and they come together to fellowship with one another in the way of life. What a powerful impact there would be. The enemy, however, is so wise and subtle to distract the Christians by various doctrines, by various gifts, by various functions as well as opinions arguments and even fightings in church nevertheless we have the assurance that the lord will recover the proper realization and experience of christ at least with a remnant a small church a small number of people within uh, within them and god's purpose will be fulfilled i know that not everybody will see this vision but we have to pray 
We have to pray. We have to pray that we may know Christ more and more. He is the all-inclusive one. He is the one that is our in our the spirit today in our life. So I would suggest that we not only read all here, uh, 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 the Bible, read the Bible all here, these messages, but even more, let us spend a several time reviewing this message, uh, reading the Bible to see this vision in the book of Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. Spend time wherever you are in these books to read, pray, and seek the Lord through them. This will be a turning point for you and me. We will be turned from all things to Christ. May the Lord bless you. We love you. This is Pastor Dennis, order for Kampala, Uganda. Freedom Experience Ministry, Freedom Experience Radio. God bless you. There is freedom. For more information or get more of these messages or donate to our ministry, contact us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry. Or visit our website on www.freedomexperiencezone.com Or you can call us directly on class 256 888 Thank you.